Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today, along with his guest, industrial engineer David Jones, Philip talks about how renewable energy fits into the manufacturing process. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. Got David Jones back in the house. What's going on? What's going on? How's it going, man? Good, man. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Do you, when you introduce yourself, do you, do you go David Jones the second or do you just say David Jones? Uh, just David Jones. Yeah, that's how some, I do Some place is DJ. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If I'm at home, not even there. It's a, it's a little day. Man, <laughs> I, I, I think I just got my family to not actually, let me not. My great aunties still do it, and I, I remember coming in like, I got a whole wife and a kid on my shoulder, and y'all still calling me little Philip. Can you just say like <laughs> Philip Junior? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hey, little Philip. They just disregard my opinion. That's how it is. <laughs> I tell people at home, I'm, I'm my dad is like six one. I'm six four. I can't call you that. I say, hey, it just is what it is. <laughs> this is my title and my master status in life. I'm all right with it. <laughs> That's fun. So so let, let's talk now about another another big trend in uh production of uh goods and you know, goods is uh energy. So so how what what's what's your thoughts on how renewable energy fits into the whole manufacturing process as a consumer as a, as a provider Pro, yeah as, as a provider okay um from there i'm actually working on some projects now with some of the companies i partner with where we are helping to outfit solar farms so the 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 cost of that technology the panels themselves the support infrastructure which in and of itself isn't a new technology it's just adapt processes for that application uh, the price of that is coming down because the volume is coming up so mm -hmm. naturally with especially manufacturing businesses that, that need to operate at scale uh, they're not going to apply the resources until there's enough opportunity mm. so as the opportunity presents itself it's like well I can I can service a thousand customers doing a little bit or I can service two guys doing a lot let me the two guys doing a lot. <laughs> so that's what's happening with solar now, or they're coming in with, you know, if you're doing a solar farm, which is uh, in this case a farmer, let's say he has some land, you know, agricultural yields have increased a lot over the last uh, several generations. So this guy might have some extra land, or he may want his land to rest while being income producing. So there's a lot more manufacturers getting involved and integrators getting involved with understanding what the opportunity is. Crafting those solutions and then providing opportunities to industrial service providers such as myself. And, and so, as a provider like yourself, what's the what's the draw? Like, what's the attraction point for you wanting to work with the re renewable energy provider? More than anything, one of the things I pride myself on, just from a business acumen standpoint, is being generally aware of what's going on in the world and uh, asking myself this question or these series of questions. What is the way of things and how they're going? How can I participate? And am I in a good position to solve a problem? 
So we're moving towards renewable energy because that's the way it is. You know, eventually we'll run out of fossil fuels or we won't be able to, to produce the amount that we need to. Uh, there's other renewable sources. Uh, you know, you have geothermal, you have solar, you have wind. Well, as long as the earth is being earth, we'll have access to these resources. They're going to continue to become more attractive uh, to us, especially as battery technology improves. Not just on like lithium ions, we're talking gravity batteries mm. and geothermal storage and, and, and sequestering technologies that you, you, get, you can use for power. Um, transmission efficiencies, all these things. Well, all those things have to get made somewhere, and that's the direction of things. So kind of the analogy I like to think of myself is uh, if the year was 1880 and you were the largest manufacturer of wagon wheels on, on earth, uh, you, I'm going to double down. You know, the future is wagon wheels. And it may have been that way for the previous 1,000 years. Well, with technology such as this, I can stay in oil and gas, which we do operate in oil and gas. I'm not like yeah. all that particular. We have to support life. Um, but I can say this is the way things are going. So I can either become one of the greatest renewable energy providers or I could be at the wrong place in time in history <laughs> where whatever I was doing is no longer relevant. Now I'm too far behind. I can't, and I'm done. Yeah. So I like to keep up with progress. So that's the main draw is, uh, I have a lot of customers and, and colleagues with strong opinion. Oh, it's not the, whatever I don't believe in. I said, you don't have to believe it or not. <laughs> There's more electric cars coming online. There's more demand for these products and these technologies and energy produced in this way. It is what it is. Yeah. So you either get with it or get left behind. Yeah. I choose to, Stay pace. Yeah. yeah no, progress. No judgment. Just ride the trend. Stay yeah. stay present. Then being able to control your emotions on that and not I may have an opinion, but that doesn't change the reality of what's happening. Yeah. So yeah. try to assess that from the mostly it, neutral it, place. Isn't that such a that's such like a superpower? You know, yeah. it's a lot of people. Um and I'm maybe getting off topic, but I think it's important because I know you do it too. It's probably why we resonate with each other, but it's like uh, a lot of people lose understanding, you know, they, they'll go, oh, David, you're so smart. Or Philip, you're so smart. Uh, you know, I'm sure that's what I express, but the effort to attain the wisdom didn't come from as much effort as you think. It yeah. just came from neutral emotions about what is. Yeah. Accept it, accepting life how it is and uh, not fighting that. You know, how much energy is wasted, and I say this without judgment, is wasted on it, attempting to th think the world into a different form <laughs> than it cannot be. It is on a path, and you are participating in that path. So you just look around and say, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Now, you can influence change, but it's not for you to reverse course. Right. That cannot happen. Yeah. It's going to, the earth is going to go around the sun the way it go, goes. That was already set before our time. It spins the way it does. That's set. Nature works the way it does. It's like, well, like you said, it's not a lot of time. It's really, I think it's exerting less effort. Yeah. And just being aware mm -hmm. and being present to see, okay, this is what's going on. How can I participate? How can I be helpful? How can I be of service? How can I state my intentions to the world, to the universe? so that it can draw the resources to me. me, And wherever I need to be a resource, how can I be attracted to whom I need to be attracted to? And mm -hmm. then be receptive and obedient to that instruction. And that's all you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, man. 
make it sound super simple. What what are, what are your thoughts too? And you may have thought about it, but I just want to talk it out because I know if you haven't, you'll instantly get it. But like the integration of uh, uh, Bitcoin mining uh, in the energy input of manufacturing operations. And I can elaborate if I need to. But have, have, No, I get what you're getting yeah. at. So manufacturing operations produce waste in the forms of energy, heat, m- motion, and then you can leverage that energy to mine Bitcoin. I happen to know a guy who does that <laughs> uh, down in Austin. Um, shout out to Chris McIntyre. Y'all can find him on like LinkedIn. But uh, he partners with oil producers out in the oil fields. And, you know, it, it's called it's flare-off, which is extra gas. They're not – if you're digging for oil and it produces gas, well, they don't want that. So they just burn it. Mm-hmm. So they'll take that energy – at a discounted rate because it's just waste to the mm. producer. It becomes an income stream for them. He can mine Bitcoin uh, there. Uh, if you look at an industrial plant, like there's a lot of power in almost all of them. <laughs> and uh, sometimes, you know, I can I can see a future. I haven't seen this. I've heard of it in a couple of places where let's say you have a 100,000 square foot factory and you have, let's just 5,000 amps of service at 480 volt. Uh, you may say, well, I only need half, but I still have this service, so it can sit there as an idle resource, or I can put that resource into production until I need it for its next and best higher use. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just utilizing those resources that are available, and then there's certain incentives that a manufacturer has that a, a, a normal consumer doesn't have because you're already a large <laughs> consumer of you're already getting power to discount area. You already have access to utilities. And depending on how resource intensive what you're doing is, it may just be a blip in the big scheme of things, but you can generate some extra revenue that way. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the I think the I think the bigger advantage too is uh uh so you hit it in the nail perfectly. I I think when we're talking a decade from now. Because uh, as Americans, we don't have to think about currency risk, mm-hmm. and everybody else in the world has. Mm-hmm. But you're an engineer, you understand everything works the same way. So does the financial system. And I was like, the, the only way, like I'm like the pound is still in existence. Yeah, it's just completely not worth what it was a hundred years ago. Like, yeah, not even close. Uh, the U.S. system is not going anywhere. But the exponential decrease of value is picking up more and more and more every single year since the 70s. And now it's about to get crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And so as a corporation, you're going to have to think, like international corporations, what currencies do I keep in my treasury? Mm-hmm. Right? Which ones are deflationary? Which ones are inflationary? And keeping a deflationary currency on your balance sheet is going to be a super competitive advantage. Absolutely. Right? Which Absolutely. Is, your yeah. ability to acquire goods in a preferred currency goes a long way because, especially in the metal business, it's a globalized business. Certain minerals only come from certain places, and you gotta you gotta get it from where it is. Yeah. It's just, you can't plant cobalt. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah. You gotta get it where it is. So that's something my business partner and I talk about, and how how we've kind of divided our responsibilities is, I like to think about the intang- the intangible asset and the tangible asset. Mm. So in my business, the tangible asset is the ability to transform physical things from one state to another. That's what I specialize in. The outcome of that is the intangible asset of the financial transaction that takes place, which is important. Mm -hmm. They're equally important. 
So if my business partner, that's what he focuses on. I'll uh, say like, you know, we got this return. I'm like, I'm not as worried about did we do the thing efficiently? Like, can we get better at doing it efficiently? My stance is if I get better and better at doing that, the financial rewards will they'll naturally occur. But I need you to tell me what they are <laughs> so we can make sure that we're doing the right things in the right way. Because, for instance, you know, something can be really be a gold mine for a period of time. And you can get better and better at it and then find yourself where that thing is now a commodity mm-hmm. and it's no longer worth doing. And that's not a position I want to be in. So it's like, yeah, we were making that widget. Let's stop doing that. <laughs> Let's use our ability, our resources, our experience to do something that's a better and higher value that solves to me, it's uh, those interesting problems, those novel problems that are like actually useful to people. Yeah, there was a time where having spoons were this was like super rare and useful, and it became a commodity. So, you know, being a spoon maker in fourteen hundred is a lot more valuable than it is being one now. But, uh, I need to make something different. Yeah, now. yeah. I'm about to get on chopsticks like my oldest. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, this is man. I'm we gotta do this again. I know we got one more episode, but I feel like man, you can nerd out for hours, like every day, maybe days. <laughs> <laughs> Let everybody know how they can reach you uh, if, if they want more information. Um, you can follow me on social media, Black Business Cowboy, or Urban Grower Supply, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. If you want to reach out directly. It's uh, David at FordIndustrial.com. That's number four, W-A-R-D, Industrial.com. All righty. Thanks for, uh, wait, did I, did I, uh, I didn't do my sign off. It is what it is. You can leave that in there if you want to. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real deal. I like That's the real deal. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.